September 19th, 2016. Man, what a day and what a start of a crazy adventure. We were in Miami, Florida, hunting Pokemon. This is something that you never would think you were doing in your wildest dreams. We've been playing Pokemon Go for a few months now, and this is just the tipping point to something just amazing. And, you know, we went down here to catch a Lapras, but our adventure started a little different. The breeze is coming in off the coast at about 8.30 p.m. on the 19th of September. Billy yells out of nowhere, a Charizard! A Charizard's on the radar. We see a Charizard has spawned, and we've got to go get it. So we jump on the bikes that we're renting, pedal as fast as we can through the dark streets of Miami. Mind you, we don't know where we are yet. We just got here. We got to get acclimated to the city. We have no idea what's going on. All we know is we're here to get Pokemon, and there's a Charizard in our sights. We're pedaling as fast as we can until the Charizard pops up on the phone. Billy's the first one to start throwing Pokeballs at it. He throws one ball. It gets out. Second ball, he catches it. Unbelievable. Catches this wild Charizard, one of the hardest Pokemon to catch with the second ball. He proceeds to log into a second account and catch the Charizard as well. Meanwhile, while he is doing that and catching Charizards with no problem, myself is over here throwing ball after ball after ball. I'm up to about 30, 35 balls at this point, and I am just frustrated. It should not be taking this long to get it. Then out of nowhere, Billy just yells, A Lapras! This is the reason we are in Miami, is to get these Laprases. This is why we're there. It's the Pokemon we want, especially Billy. He really wants this Lapras. I still haven't caught the Charizard. So now we're in this dilemma. Do we stay and let me catch the Charizard? Or do we go and get the Lapras? It's time to take a break from your day and let us build it in a positive way. This is Break and Build with Brad and Billy. Episode number six. We're scratching an itch today, ladies scratching and gentlemen. Scratching the Pokemon Go itch. Ah, Pokemon Go itch, man. So if you're not familiar with what Pokemon Go is, Billy, give us the quick 30 seconds of what Pokemon Go is since you are the Pokemon Go master these days. The 30-second Pokemon Go. So Pokemon Go is an augmented reality game where you basically, at the, pro, at the start, where we're going to be talking about it, you have to basically go and take your game anywhere you want to be able to catch Pokemon. Typically, before this, games are like you sit on your couch and you use a controller to get your guy to go to a place with your thumb. Now, this Pokemon Go comes out, tran- basically transforms the entire world mm. of gaming, in my opinion, <laughs> because that's all I do now, is you have to walk <laughs> your guy physically two locations to be able to catch Pokemon. So now it's a completely interactive game where your environment around you is now fully immersed in Pokemon experience. And if you want to watch more, make sure you go to Billy's YouTube channel, The Trainer Club (laughs) on YouTube. Just go search that right now because he does tips and tricks. He does all this crazy stuff. And if you're coming from his channel, welcome to the story and how it all started for him because it is an adventure, let me tell you, nonetheless. So it is as, a big adventure. as he said, like when Pokemon first started, 
there was it was a whole different way of playing like you didn't know where the pokemon were there's no way to find them finding these rare pokemon was like next level like finding a charizard finding a lapras like even finding the starter pokemon right like a pikachu a squirtle yep. you know a charmander all these things so we're not going to get too much into when we first started. That is going to be next episode. What we're going to do is we're going to jump a little bit ahead onto our adventure in Miami because we are wildly obsessed at this point. We've been doing it for like, what, four months, five months? Yep. Came out in June. It's September. So we're jumping to September of 2016. So if you've been listening to all the other episodes, we've kind of been going in order. We're going to jump ahead a little bit. We'll go back and continue kind of our clothing and gaming ventures. Um, but we're jumping right into Pokemon, so a couple years ahead in the timeline right now. And, you know, basically what, what happened and what spurred this trip is we we were in a place where, like, we couldn't find all the Pokemon, right? Like, it was hard to find some water Pokemon. It was hard to find all these ones. And there was only the first 150 Pokemon out at the time. So we're like, dude, we got to catch them all. That's literally what Pokemon is. Got to catch them all. Like, that is what you do with Pokemon, right? So having these obsessive personalities that we have, we're like, dude, like we have to get all of the Pokemon. Like that is our goal right now. There is no other goal. Like there's no fighting. There's no anything else to do. Like it's just go and catch no raid battles, the Pokemon, no shiny Pokemon. There's nothing. literally nothing in this nothing. game at this point. It's literally just catch Pokemon, catch Pokemon. no friends in the game. No, like mm. crazy bear, like literally nothing. Brad knows nothing about any of this stuff. So. I know nothing. I'm going <laughs> to learn it all with everybody that is in Pokemon over these next few right. months. So, and so like Dratinis were rare, right? But oh, we would dude, play Dratinis. at this place called the Prado. Yeah. And they spawn quite frequently. So we had that, you know, we eventually got ourselves a Pikachu, which we'll go into, but we needed a specific Pokemon that Brad happened to have hatched, right? I do believe you hatched one. And I was like, Dude, he was so mad that he did time. not have one. I was one. so pissed. So you know mad. Eggs we had. It was like the fo- it was the, it was the fossil Pokemon. So it was yeah. like um, I don't even know what they are. I I, I can't even do it. I can't even do it anymore. <laughs> Omanite Kabuto yeah. are the rare ones. Yeah. So like for, I hatched a Kabuto. I hatched a Kabuto. I think is what it was. But and then like we, I had like a bunch of them except Omarion. And then I think at the time I even had people that were traveling around the world. So like I had you know some of the unique like rare Pokemon and stuff like that that you can only get around the world. Um, yeah, you got a Mr. Mind. I'm missing I'm missing one Pokemon still, and it's really, it's really the aggravating. 151? No. I it, mean, now you're missing hundreds, but... Well, out of the first 150. Um, yeah. Uh, King Kangaskhan is the only one I'm missing. I oh, never, okay. I never was Australia. able to go to Australia or get anybody to get me one yeah. there. Um, but yeah, I remember well, when I was traveling... Well, they from eggs, so now oh, everybody has eggs. them. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Well, I don't. And it's, uh, I don't have it. Just to correct for all those Pokemon snobs out there. <laughs> uh, so, like, I go, I go, dude. Like, where can we go that you know just has a ton of Pokemon, and we can just have like a Pokemon trip and have a really good time? Obviously, like, going to California would have been the better thing, but like for whatever mm-hmm. reason, like my family lives down in Florida and stuff like that, and we're like, let's go to Miami. Like, let's go to Miami. Sounds sounds well, awesome. There's not any specific reason. So <laughs> we um, we've kind of followed like Pokemon Go stuff, and we were hearing reports that there are Lapras mm, that's right spawning on multiple times throughout the day. And I specifically didn't have a Lapras at this time. Like I don't think I hatched a Lapras or came into contact with a Lapras in Pokemon Go besides 
our deep desire to go to Miami to try to find one was until probably, I don't know, like six to eight months into the game. So you could see that like now I'm kind of like, I'm re- I need a lap. Like I just need a Lapras. So me and Brad talk about it and we're like, dude, Miami, we can do that. Everybody's like normal people. Oh yeah, we're going to go to Miami. We're going to go to South <laughs> Beach. We're going to go to the clubs and we're going to like, you know, have a blast. We're going to chill on the beach and we're going to do our thing with, you know, potentially uh, all mind altering substances and mine and Brad's experience is going to be quite the contrary. <laughs> Complete contrary. Like this was like the healthiest trip to Miami you could possibly imagine. <laughs> so starting off the trip, right at this time, Billy's got two dogs. And I have one dog. Yep. So the biggest mm-hmm. struggle is uh, getting people to watch the dogs. Because like we live in Atlanta and like having people watch your dogs is always a pain. So we're like, oh, we can just bring the dogs with us. They'll love it, right? So we, yep. we throw the dogs in the car. We pack up into the car and we start on this 10-hour trip down to Miami. Um, and let's not – let's mind you that – so me and Brad found an Airbnb like right – like literally – so since we're going in September, the mm-hmm. end of September, it's not really like a hot spot for like anything going on for partying. So we find like a pretty good deal. Like we are literally on uh, Ocean Drive, which if you guys haven't been to South Beach, like Ocean Drive is like when you watch um, Bad Boys 3 and, or if you watch, you know, Scarface or anything that takes place in Miami. Ocean Drive is like the street, mm-hmm. like one side is bars, strips and restaurants and then the other side is literally the beach. So we're on the beach and we find this great place. And it looks like, you know, we're going to have a two bed. We're, we're excited about this place, right? Says two two bedrooms, <laughs> but two beds. This is early stages Airbnb, like not We've never super familiar stayed with how Airbnb everything works. Ever. You know, yeah, we see two bedrooms, <laughs> a couple pictures with different angles. And we're like, awesome, man. We got a two bed. We're, we're, we're set. Super set. So the the trip down to Miami, it is what it is with dogs in the car. I mean, our dogs are basket cases. Um, you know, they go from sleeping to jumping around in the back seat and just being absolute chaos. Sitting um, on each other. Y- yeah. They sit all over each Notorious. other. Notorious. So Brad's dog, Shadow. Let's just give everybody our dog's names. All right, let's um, go. Let's go. And we we've switched since then a little bit around. But so Brad's dog, Shadow. He's a big blue. Shadow is pit chow and lab so he's like a hundred pound dog beautiful blue dog uh so you could picture him yeah and so brad's dog is a unique character he's, he is a character I, he's I'm just gonna basically leave it at that. just he is, stoned all the time he is the like biggest goofball ever <laughs> he is he is yeah. a pothead of dogs for sure that's just, that's how imagine looking at a stoned exactly. dog that's how and he acts so he he will literally let you do just about like anything to him. He is just like the most carefree dog ever. Just doesn't care about anything. And so Kiona is like this silly dog, right? Like super silly. And Shadow's super silly as well. And so what happens is like when they're together, like they're just like the three stooges. <laughs> and then I have another dog who's Riley. And Riley just happens to be this like super spastic dog, right? Like super spastic complete goof as well yeah and And so when you put them together you literally have the three stooges all at the same time absolute chaos man you have this crazy psycho dog you have this like super tame i don't know what's going on dog and then you have this other one that's just like well i think it's okay i think i can do this and then i know it's like we're gonna do it 
we're gonna go do this thing. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like uh, over the hedge. If you've ever seen that, the squirrel when it drinks the Red Bull, um, where it goes from like a normal squirrel to just an absolute chaotic squirrel. Um, so you just have these super lull moments and then these super chaotic moments where the dogs are just absolute spazzes. Um, and we told the Airbnb about the dogs and everything, and they were good with it. So we walk into the Airbnb <laughs> and we're expecting two bedrooms, two beds, whatever it is. Right. And we walk in, there's a bed. We're like, Oh, where's the second one? Oh, it's a pull-out couch. Oh, okay. Well, like, it's not a couch. It is a piece of foam that looks like a couch, right? It's literally oh a toy piece of foam that you would expect to see that you would get for, like, a little kid, and you put it, like, in their playroom for the little kids to play on so they don't get hurt or anything on a couch because it's, like, all foam, and when you fold it out, it's, like, these little two foam cushions. And, like, me, I don't. I personally don't care. Right. Like, let's get that out. I don't care. I could sleep anywhere. I could sleep on anything. It does not matter to me. But the fact that they called it a bed is what bothers me because it's like, don't tell us that it is two beds and this isn't even a pull out couch. It's a piece of foam on the floor. <laughs> if it was any other situation with anybody else, like you would be livid. You would be absolutely livid because like Billy can't sleep on that. Billy's going to be the crankiest person in the entire world. And he's going to be like, oh, my God, my back. I can't sleep. I, I just know it. He, he would he would never put up with that. He would not be able to do it. Me, I'll sleep on hard concrete in the middle of a street and I'll get the best sleep ever because I'm, yeah, I'm like Brad a rock. Just literally has trained himself to sleep and fall asleep anywhere at any time. So he's just like the king sleeper. And for me growing up, like I've gotten better for Brad's uh, knowledge uh, <laughs> at sleeping on virtually <laughs> anywhere now and not having as much of a trouble. But for a while, like especially during that, uh, like maybe towards the AGL times, it was like if I couldn't have like no noise mm -hmm. or like stuff like that, like it would distract me and I wouldn't be able to sleep. And then like I just don't do well with lack of sleep. I'm not like as big of a machine as Brad is. So, yeah. But this was early stages Airbnb experience. Yeah. Um, I've now come, and Brad as well, I'm sure, have gotten more knowledgeable about two beds does not mean <laughs> no, two bedrooms. it does not. And for us at that time, we didn't really book too much, you know? This is 2016. And two beds were like, that's a two-bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> and we just went with it. And it was a studio apartment with two uh, a, a bed, a full bed, I think it was, mm -hmm. and then a uh, a piece a couple pieces of foam. A couple pieces but of foam. We made the best of it and we'll go into it more, but apparently our dogs, you know, that was crazy <laughs> <laughs> every day that we left. So our routine, we got to Miami. Right. And this is what? 10 hour drive with the dogs in the car. We get there. Yep. We we put our car in a garage. Just so you guys know, we do not have a car. The goal here is literally and I we didn't even think about it like this going back to red and blue. But Ash rides a bike around all the islands and plays Pokemon. Right. So what we do is literally the exact same thing. Not even consciously thinking of it. We park Brad's I, car. I didn't even think of in that. a garage. Yeah. And we, what we decided to do is rent bikes. And so we're like, well, how do we rent bikes? There's City Bikes, which is, I think it's the the company City that sponsors these bikes. And you can do them all around different uh, uh, big cities. And we just basically have the bikes. 
we take our bikes out and we are able to rent these bikes for 24 hours and we can dock them anywhere we go. So we don't have to worry about locks, uh, you know, renting them. And it's them not expensive, expensive either. Shop. Wasn't it like, no, it was like yeah. 30, 30 bucks or something like that. 35 bucks for like a whole day. I don't think it yeah, was that much. I think much. it was actually less, dude. I was think it? it was like 20, 20? bucks yeah, or $25 for 24 hours. And so we planned to be there. I think we were there just under full three days, yep. right? I think we were under, yeah, just under three full days. Yeah, and and so like, yeah, we parked the car. We're like, oh, we just leave the dogs. Our dogs are all house trained. They're just going to chill. They're super, you know, chill dogs and stuff. We'll stop by. We'll let them out every now and then. And we're just going to ride our bikes around. Ride our bikes around mm-hmm. like crazy and, you know, 110 degree weather in Miami. Not Nothing can go wrong with right. that. And so we just get there, right? Like it's probably around 8.45 p.m., I would say. And now we get the the story of we're chilling and Brad's, you know, I'm like gung-ho. Brad's probably a little tired. I think he just drove the entire way. And there's spawns popping up around the area. <laughs> and then, boom, we see a little, literally a Charizard on the radar. So, guys, if you don't or did not play at the time, right? We just did GoFest 2020 in Pokemon Go. Charizards are spawning off the lures. There's been events where Charizards, we've had raids where Charizard has been in raids where you can go and catch the Charizard. So the nostalgia of finding a wild Charizard has been radically diminished. Mm -hmm. But at this time, let me mind you, when the game first came out, Pikachu was ridiculously rare. So if you guys play right now, you are going to laugh at this because Pikachu was literally one of the rarest Pokemon at the time. I remember when we heard about a Pikachu spawn, which we'll get to, we drove like 25 minutes to get to this Pikachu. That's how crazy this is. Now, event spawns, Pikachu is wearing a new hat in every event, like literally thousands of Pikachu that I'd never even want. So that's the drastic difference here. So Charizard spawns up the street. I'm like, Brad, we got to go. Brad's like, dude, I don't know, man. <laughs> so I don't know if Brad's energy of this situation contributes, but we leave. I was just We roasted. start pedaling. Uh, I don't even think we pedal. I think we could. No, did we pedal? Yeah, yeah. We had, I think we, we might have pedaled. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So we had bikes just in case we see a Lapras spawn on the radar. So we pedal up the street and we encounter this Charizard. And let's hear your experience, Brad. How does this Charizard go for you? Because me... And I'm not saying this is anything to do with skill. This is complete RNG luck. I catch Charizard. And in, at this point, like, I was the more skilled player. Let's get yeah, that. He let's, was. let's get that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We're definitely going to give credit where credit's due. Brad got me into Pokemon Go. Brad got obsessed with Pokemon Go. Brad was a better Pokemon Go player than I, for sure. And this was the end of my Pokemon Go. so i'm still convinced this is what broke brad's camel's back he's convinced that this is why brad quit because me and brad were like gung-ho inseparable when we go on to our episode next week and talk about some of the stories that led up to this man we had some incredibly crazily fun honestly and then billy comes to me right now and he's like dude why weren't you like vlogging this or streaming at all like you're the tech guru where were you in 2016 well, yeah, dude, I'm convinced. Don't even I'm not know. even t- I'm not even I'm not even going to be arrogant about this or anything like that. I'm convinced that if we would have understood that you could do this. Yeah. And we would have been making Pokemon Go videos at this point in our career that uh there's no doubt that our, our channel cuz we would have been doing it together would have over a million subscribers. I would agree. 
it's unfortunate. Well, you live and you learn, and now uh, mm. Billy's still doing it and kicking it and killing it. So it is what it is. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we pedal over to this Charizard. And Billy literally catches this thing in two balls. Like five seconds, he catches it. It's done. Mm-hmm. I, and I also have Malia's account. Yeah, he catches it on and two so accounts. She gives me, you know, I have her email. So I switch into Malia's account. I log in because, you know, we both have. Did you have a girlfriend? We both had girlfriends. Um, I, I was starting to talk to my now. Okay. At so, that point. you know, Malia super cool about me doing stuff like this. And I was like, you know, I just want to do some stuff for you back just for being dope. So <laughs> I was like, I'm going to. I'm gonna whatever we catch out there, I'll just catch for you. And so obviously, you know, she was into Pokemon Go at the time. She played before me too. She's like, all right, cool. So I I log in on a second account and catch the Charizard with one or two balls. So Brad, I, I'm now on ball 20. I'm now on ball 30. <laughs> I'm now on ball 50. This and is like, not an exaggeration. I, I, Brad's like, I was literally real. running out of Pokeballs at this time because like but we didn't have a huge plethora. We were catching a bunch of stuff and everything. So like, yeah. I'm like running out of Pokeballs. I'm like, dude, I'm going to run out. Like, and we're, and there's so many Pokestops there and stuff like that. But like, I'm like, dude, I'm going to run out while I'm catching this Charizard. I don't know what to do. And there's no like berries at this time to feed them to make it easier to mm-hmm. catch. Like you just had the red, right? You had red and blue Pokeballs did you, and that's it. We didn't even have any berries. No, no, there was there was the blue pokeballs though. So like you could okay. you could use the better yeah, pokeballs. Yeah, yeah. But what about they berries? Like, no, I think there was. I don't think there was any berries at this time. I don't think there was any. Okay, maybe not. I don't. I don't. I don't think there was. If there were any berries, I can't it was just the either. normal it ones that been, there was. Yeah, it would have been a red raspberry, and it yep. would have been a nanab berry, and that's it. Yeah. If even that, yeah. I don't even know if there was. So like. I'm just, I'm literally 50 Pokeballs in and I'm just, I'm frustrated. I'm like, I can't, catch, I literally can't catch this. And uh, while I'm doing that, mind you, Billy's goal is to get a Lapras. Mm-hmm. And we've got this app that shows us where the spawns are. That's how we're finding stuff in Miami. So a yeah, Lapras. Yeah, so back in the day, the, when the game first came out, um, there were public places and this has obviously been fixed since then but um third parties were able to read the game and they were able to tell you where the spawns were yep and publicly. how long they lasted and everything like that and how long they lasted so that's how we knew that there were spawns of lapras in miami because me and brad had been tracking this for like days at least <laughs> i was i don't know if brad was that obsessed but i was like literally on this thing watching south beach all the time to see like how often frequent and where the lapras typically spawned yeah. so this is like legitimately like ocean's 11 plan to catch lapras like i had everything down of where they're going to be going and uh so yeah brad's at least 35 excellent curveballs in on this charizard yeah. and a lapras pops up and, and the Lapras pops up and was like, dude, and, and, and this Lapras was like, it was not a lot of time. It was like three minutes or something on this Lapras. It was a fast spawn. So like a lot of the Pokemon, you've got like 10 or 15 minutes to get to, but then the rarer ones are less and less at that, at that point in time. I don't know how any of that works now, but like back then, like you would sometimes, we would be going all the way across the city and we'd be like, dude, we have to get there um, before, you know, it despawns and runs away. 
And so I'm like, dude, I got to get this Charizard. I got to catch this Charizard. And he's like, let me try. Let me try. He grabs my phone. He like throws two balls. He's like, I'm not catching it. So now Billy is on his bike with no hands, right? No hands pedaling through the, literally, it is pitch black out in Miami. We don't know where we are yet. It's day one. So like, we don't know the streets. I'm trying to navigate how to get to the Lapras. I have his phone just trying to navigate. He is trying to throw, play Pokemon on his phone. It takes two hands to do this, everybody. Holding the phone, throwing the ball with the other hand, riding with no hands through this. We're literally in the middle of the streets. Like there's not sidewalks or anything. We're in the middle of the streets going like 40 miles an hour on these bikes, just booking it. And like, he's trying to catch the Charizard. And once you get a certain distance away, like you'll be too far away and it'll run. And he tries probably another 20 or 30 balls while we're doing this. And like, it runs away. Like gone, no Charizard for Brad. Like I was just like, I cannot believe you caught two of these and I don't get a Charizard. Now I already had Charizards and stuff like that, but it didn't matter. It was a really high CP. We're there to catch these big Pokemon. I wanted my Charizard and I didn't get it. (laughs) And I think at this point we didn't even understand what IVs were. You know, we were just literally excited about yeah, oh man, like it's an 1800 CP Charizard, mm-hmm. like so dope, like need it. I remember, we'll get into it as well, like our other Charizards, the one I evolved was like a 40% IV yeah. that we grinded for like 24 hours, like Whew. almost yeah. broken up over two days to get at a yeah. nest. Mine's and, a, ni- and, mine's a 91 know. from that nest. <laughs> Red <laughs> happens to hatch a really good Charizard. And he chooses based on the CP values that he gets really lucky, chooses this particular Charizard and evolves it. Granted, it doesn't have Blast Burn and Calm Day and all this stuff that is now into Pokemon Go. Brad has no idea what we're talking no about. No idea. But uh, yeah, so I'm literally on a bike, like Brad said. I've I've now thrown, and we're getting up to the Lapras. It's in the water. So it's on South Beach, probably like 15 to 20 Dude. blocks from where we were. Yeah. And it's in the water, like, cause they spawn on the beach line, but this beach line is like in the water. So we have to walk, park our bikes and walk so- to the beach. Yeah. I'm A still solid like, like 50 feet in the beach too. Yeah. At least. So the, the South Beach shoreline is really big. It's, really it's big. probably what three to 400 feet before you get into the water. Yeah. So we have to walk at least a few hundred feet onto the beach before we even can get this Lapras to spawn because it's so far out in the water. And I've given it, I think, 35 balls. I think we're literally pulling up at this point to like where the beach, you know, the street meets the beach. And I throw a last ball and then like it books it. And I just see Brad like, (laughs) did it book it on your ball or my ball? Did I give it back to you and it ran from you? It ran ran from me. me. Yeah, you gave it back to me. And I was still trying while we were going out there because we still had a little bit to spawn. But yeah, it ran. It ran from me. Yeah. So we're walking probably onto the beach to catch this Lapras. And eventually, you know, as all the starters are, especially Charizards are ridiculously hard. So if it was now, Brad would have had a golden raspberry, which is like a lot better to be able to help you catch uh, rare Pokemon like this. Still, it has a potential to break out and run, but it's a lot easier and a lot uh, more secure. Imagine going into a Charizard that's about a 2000 CP for everybody that plays Pokemon that's listening out there and you only get to throw an Ultra Ball at it and you don't have any berries. Imagine that. (laughs) Yeah, so that's a scary thought, especially if you don't have a Lapras and you want, or sorry, a Charizard and you want this Charizard. So 
Yeah. I give the ball, ba- the phone back to Brad. I think you throw probably 10 or 15 yeah, more balls. Gone. So at a total, I would say totality here. We are at, I, honestly, not exaggerating, probably 75 yeah. to 80 ultra balls, I would say that in totality. Because I know Brad threw at least 30 before we went. And I know I for sure, I was counting. And in my head, I remember that I threw at least 25. And then I give it back to Brad. He throws another 10. So we're at least 70 ultra balls into this Charizard. <sighs> unbelievable and then it doesn't want to it doesn't want to come home it doesn't like pokeballs no it likes to be wild and fly it didn't want to rest at that time so it books it but needless to say we got a lap we're now sitting at a lapras (laughs) and we both catch a lapras and so this is pokedex entry lapras for billy on the beach yeah first day in miami like i'm already i'm sitting on top of the world and brad like i look at him and i think like if i saw him throw his phone on the ground and stomp it i would be like yeah i I thought that was coming i totally would have been normal like i wouldn't have surprised me in one bit brad is fuming at this point but we have a lapras yeah so there there is always the light at the end of the tunnel we did get a lapras and there's so many (laughs) other pokemon that come on this trip but that charizard man like it's so frustrating because like there's so many other Pokemon like even since then that like I've tried to catch and it's like oh I caught this in one ball like where was this when I was catching that that Charizard right like come on man come on Charizard to so, be fair we're gonna have to go back to that... Miami and I need to get my revenge on Charizard in Miami is what's gonna have yeah. to happen like I yeah. don't I don't well, have a choice. we can talk about my plans of where I'm gonna be going in in this episode if you want but and that could probably happen but. To be fair, Charizard for you and for your sanity is probably, I would say, is the hardest Pokemon to catch in the wild in the game. So it still is. Yeah. Let me think about that. Oh. So while he thinks about that. Yeah, no doubt, dude. Honestly, the start, just the starter, regular starters. So a Squirtle, if you were to catch one that's around level 30, so around maybe like 700 CP or something like that. It's like the hardest Pokemons to catch in the game. When they made the community days for those Pokemon, meaning they put them everywhere. Every spawn was a Squirtle, let's say. They made a shiny potential. They had to drastically reduce the uh, run rate and the catch rate and increase the catch rate um, to be able to make it feasible. Or it would have been the most miserable day ever. There have been shinies running from everybody and it just would have been atrocious. So... Those guys in themselves, but then if you put it into like their evolved Charizard, Blastoise, Venusaur, I mean Typhlosion, any of the evolved starters are like for sure the top five hardest Pokemon to catch in the game, if not the. Besides, you know, like raid bosses and stuff like that. We're talking wild Pokemon. So we're in Miami and continuing down this journey into the the next day then essentially because that pretty much you know wrapped up that night there was the spawns the spawns became less at night uh for anybody that wants to know too is like we were trying to figure out for lapras we were trying to figure out like when the hot points were of the day and stuff like that and we were finding out that like super early in the morning certain pokemon were more active and then when night came around it was just like way less spawns but the spawns became rarer at night as well to where we were finding Mm -hmm. like really cool pokemon at night so then our routine that you were talking about, like every morning when we would get up, we would take the dogs out. We would go on a, a walk down on the beach uh, with, well, not on the beach, but right next to it. Cause the dogs aren't allowed on it. Um, and you know, Probably around 7am every day, right? Yeah. 645 dude. We were up. There's, there's, you cannot waste daylight on this trip. Like no. 645, 7am. Like we are, we are out. 
and we are Pokemon hunting while we're walking the dogs. Like there's no yeah. joke here. And we would walk them and it was, um, uh, it was the whole nest that was in the park right there was, uh, a Vulpix nest. So we were catching mm, a lot of Vulpix right. when we were walking the dogs. So we were just getting so many Vulpix, so many Vulpix. Um, Vulpix was relatively rare for us too. Cause it was mind you. So we're in Miami. You guys know Pokemon go. Usually this is a beach biome fire biome uh ground uh, and rock biome yep. so that's what we're getting and then we're getting the rare really rare spawns and then we're also getting water spawns so yep. in atlanta we're more of uh grass electric there's a lot grass, of electric, electric yeah just like stuff like that it's it's mainly honestly grass Bu like bug, atlanta yeah, like is predominantly like grass and green type pokemon so when we get here and we see vulpix nest like huge nest we're like dude let's go like that and we're sitting across like man dude literally the most <laughs> epic trip of my entire life maybe honestly there's been some more epic trips but like just the nostalgia that I'm getting right now, just thinking about all this is just so like we were literally we could get like five to six spawns just sitting on our hotel room or our Airbnb. And yep. then like pokey. Oh, my God, it was <laughs> he can't even handle it. So we, we we walk the dogs every morning. And then so Billy eats very clean and organic and everything at this time as well. So we rent the bikes and we find this uh, food place. I not even gonna be able to tell you what the name of it is for the life of me. I don't remember it's, either. It's a small place and it's like all organic and all healthy and stuff like that. We literally eat here every meal of every single day at this point. Yeah. So, so we like, just happen to go like crunchy food. I'm going to call it healthy food. Sometimes it's like you go there and it tastes like healthy food. That's not what I'm about. I'm let, let me make this clear. I eat organic. My goal, like when I cook is to like make things that you don't typically eat um, because you would think they're not healthy if you're myself. And I make that exact same thing in a healthy version. Like for me, I'll give you something like a, a triple chocolate mousse cake. Everybody's like, man, that's unhealthy, but I can make that in a healthy way that it's going to be healthy for you to eat. So we get to this place and it literally is very tasty organic food. And Brad like loves it. I yep. love it. We get smoothies and like, you know, gluten-free pancakes and eggs and all dude, this stuff so and we're much. like dude let's amazing go amazing food and then like we'd stop there for lunch and get different food and dinner get different food we would take stuff back with us <laughs> so it was literally like that place and then whole foods and we'd bike like 15 miles yeah. to whole i don't know if it was that far but it felt like it was that far whole foods was far away and we would bike and then we'd fill up our baskets with stuff like mm -hmm. water jugs and stuff like that on yeah so even crazier to think about this is that like the bikes were so much like Pokemon in the game that we had baskets in the front that yep. we were literally carrying our groceries. I don't think I did. I have a battery pack at the time or did you? I don't think I, either I, of us. Had I did. Packs. I did because I remember you sharing did? it like I would have it and then I'd give it to you and stuff like that. And then we had camel. Yeah. So Brad stuff. had a battery pack. I didn't have a battery pack at the time because because he's a noob at that, that point. Yeah. Who knows what was yeah. happening at that point? This was, this was early heydays. This was like Billy's private play yeah. Pokemon for like a month and a half maybe two months yeah max. Nah, dude come on bro it was, it was I, I started playing early. like four days after you no way it was way longer yeah dude that. are you kidding <laughs> i dude okay so i'll go on my game right now i'm pretty sure i started on july 12th and i'm pretty sure the game came out on july 6th does it tell you when you started in the game yeah dude oh okay we'll have to we'll have to look that we'll look that up while we finish talking so yeah. so the so that's kind of our routine is we'd go and get breakfast to this place and we would literally just bike up and down Ocean Avenue and along the beach and we would go inlet a little bit um, to just catch tons and tons of 
Pokemon. Uh, yep. the one, the one that I remember on the first day early in the morning was, uh, the Snorlax. Um, he spawned like behind a bar in an alley and oh, it was just like, yeah. it was just like the perfect, like thematic Snorlax spawn that you could ever imagine because we're like, Oh, there's a Snorlax. We have like seven minutes to go get it. Let's go get it. And then we find ourselves in these back alleys behind all the bars and like Snorlax is just chilling in this alley. And it's like this thematic thing of like, you could picture like Snorlax going out to a bar, falling asleep in the alley and waking up in the morning, you know? And we're just like, dude, this is like, this is like where you would find Snorlax in the back alley of a bar, just sleeping. Why not? Yeah. So that was like our running joke of the trip of like, just Snorlax just went going out partying yep. and like stumbled around the back alley and passed out in the alleyway. And that was probably like kind of a symbolic like thing going on there because it's like, you know, a lot of people that are in Miami, like we talked about are probably there for that purpose. And me and Brad are up. <laughs> At 6.30 a.m. every morning, just like bright eyes, bushy-tailed, ready to go and hunt Pokemon like active as you can be. So our goal was like literally hunt as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Take a break during the middle of the day when the sun is literally like demolishing us. And then get back out there. And what I mean, take a break. It's like from 11 to... Okay, maybe not even, dude. I don't even know, man. Maybe an hour break in the middle yeah. of the day just to give us a rest. Um, and then get back out there, walk the dogs. Yeah, and then, we would and take the go. dogs out again and everything because they need breaks. It was basically yeah. like around lunchtime and around dinner time. We would just have a little like 45 minute to hour break of just relaxing. Because like you got to think we were riding. I really, I really wish that I knew how many miles we were doing. I know we were tracking at the time, but like the amount of miles we were riding per day was insane. And you got to think like, right, when you're in a car you travel too fast to hatch eggs. Well, when you're riding a bike, you're traveling like the perfect speed to hatch eggs. So we're hatching mm -hmm. eggs like this. And like, we can't even keep up with like eggs and incubators because we are hatching them so fast. And we're probably and riding what? I, I mean, I, I don't even know. I honestly probably like a hundred miles. That's, that's a stretch. Dude, it, it seems like a lot, but man, day, you got to think we're going up and down this Miami beach, yeah. which is like a solid five to half, seven half ten? half half mile like each direction that we ride and that's in what like 15 minutes i mean max that's if we're going yeah. slow when we're booking yeah. it dude that's in like 90 we're seconds on a bike all day all day <laughs> all like day literally all day so yeah I, I i seriously wouldn't be surprised and the only reason I, i'm not sure like yeah dude i feel like at least 50 miles a day we're biking it's a lot you know it's a lot we, we're and Sometimes we go too fast to even hatch eggs because we have to sprint for spawns. Yep. So we get into this and then we like, now we're getting into like checking, really understanding this place. So we find that there's really like three hot spots for Pokemon. So it's the beach line. It's at the mall. The mall starts popping off hot spots. And then it's like this one kind of like corner shoreline area that just keeps spawning rare stuff. So that is kind of like the triangle of what we do. We are literally like mall. So I would say, didn't we, did we find an Alakazam at the mall? Do you remember, or was it a Machoke? It was a Machoke. Uh, it was a Machoke. It was a Machoke. Yeah, yeah, it was a Machoke. Because yeah. I remember you, so, you were so stoked when you caught that guy. Yeah. Dude, so stoked. I remember that one. So stoked. Yeah, Billy loves Machoke. Yeah, man. I mean, dude, like Machop family. Yeah. So Machop, yeah. Mankey, like yeah. those early days were, were a those lot were of fun. Those were your Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Pokemon. he was, he was there. And then... um 
I remember like, dude, we caught, we caught a, like a nine tails in the middle of the night one time, but yeah, we caught an Alakazam. Yeah. There mm-hmm. was, there was t- so many, like we're catching tons of Lapras every day too. Like, you know, one to three Lapras a day, like minimum. We're catching yep. Snorlaxes every day. Um, and then, dude, I was going to say, when you said a ton, I was like, is he going to Brad Smith this? Cause <laughs> I'm pretty sure we came back with like six total Lapras yeah. in three days. So yeah. For a ton of Lapras, we're talking like rare spawns, guys. Like yeah. really rare. That's a ton for like a virtually non-existent Pokemon. There yep. was never an event yet where Lapras was spawning in the wild. I think that came in like February 2017 was the water festival where Lapras started spawning. But yeah, man, so rare. Yeah. And so then I remember as we're going into the last day, uh, there was basically two pokemon that billy didn't have still and there was one that i didn't have and and like our goal was to catch all of like the pokemon we could possibly catch besides the international ones at this point and we were so close to doing this and all we needed was the fossil pokemon right so like we had missed out it was uh it was an omastar right and, and like two of them had spawned so far and and i remember yeah. Literally, we were on one side of the city and we had to go all the way to the other side. It was up by that hotel on the beach. And we're like yep. on the boardwalk booking it up there. And like it despawns right when we get there. We missed it by like seconds. And that happened to us yep. a couple of times with this Pokemon. And it's like we're trying to chase this Omastar all over Miami and like we could not get it. Yeah, and, and we I, wanted it because God. like Omanite and Kabuto are so rare for us that we didn't even have the capacity to even get enough candy to evolve it. Yep. So we're like, we're in Miami. We might as well try to catch this Omastar and Kabutops since they're actually spawning wild very infrequently, but they are, right? Yep. And so we're taking a break, a lunch break at our place. Oh my God. On yeah. that Sunday before we leave. And I'm just like, we were like on a Pokestop, if I remember correctly, too. Like, yeah, I think we were on a Pokestop, and I think if our guy drifted correctly, and you guys know what drift is, where your guy kind of like wanders when you're on Wi-Fi a little bit around the area, the GPS gets a little wonky. I think we could probably it would walk over on occasion across the street, yeah, and there would be like five or six, you know, uh, regular spawns combined with the nest spawns. So obviously, we're getting Vulpix, and then on occasion we'll have that as well. And so, like, I literally just opened up we don't have the game open i'm like i'm just gonna open up the game we're just sitting here i open up the game boom omastar spawns i just billy it spawned it spawned on top of us it's in our apartment it's right here you gotta catch where's my phone where's my phone he's trying to open his phone up dude and stuff i'm like you better get it before it despawns open your phone hurry up it's loading it's loading it's not loading fast enough i just dude i remember this like panic of like we have to catch this thing it cannot leave our apartment like the airbnb that we're staying in it was like the most chaotic thing because it was like the one Pokemon we needed to finish off the trip. And we both, we both got it. And it's like, we got it. And we're just like, Oh my gosh, we got it. We got the Pokemon that we couldn't get yet. But I just, I do. I remember like how long it would take to load and log in. And you're just like sitting there like, Oh my gosh, if I miss this because it is logging me in for two minutes, like I'm going to lose my mind. (laughs) 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 It was just like, it was like, dude, the, the fact that we didn't have our game up the entire time, I think we did, but maybe like I, I closed out for a second 
or I don't know what happened during this, but I think we did for the most part. Like, but Brad was kind of getting a little burnt out on this trip from Pokemon, and I was kind of like the the gung ho, like subtle, like having my game up the entire time. But for whatever reason, it was closed, and Brad happens to log in, and I'm just like panicked. <laughs> <laughs> it's it like, dude, it, it is so the cool. last day. If this thing despawns and I can't log in, like. This trip was a failure. Even though it wasn't, it was a failure. Uh, so we ended up, and I, I know you did end up catching a Kabutops as well down there. So like we we went in there, we caught we caught every single Pokemon besides the international ones. Like yeah, oh, and Magmar as well was really rare for us. Mm. So Magmar was really fun to see. Yep. I'm trying to think what uh, else. Like but, the hip, the hypna, the hip. Oh yeah, the Hitmans. Yeah, so Hitman Lee, Hitman Chan were also really yeah, rare. Yeah, we got both of them down there. We and did. Then, uh, yeah, Hitman Lee especially was really, really rare, and we got that one. Um, the hypnotizing guy. Uh, uh, we didn't drowsy. Have, yeah, drowsy. Hypno? We didn't have him, and we were getting a bunch of spawns of of him down there as well. Yeah. So that's the cool thing, guys. If you haven't or you're new to Pokemon Go and you don't like travel to different areas, I'm not just talking about like for me going from and which you can still do going from Naperville to Chicago, which is 50 minutes, like granted by the water, you'll have different things. But that's really like one of the coolest things about this game is like if you go to different type of like uh, geographies you're going to get different spawns. Like if I go to Arizona, my primary spawns, similar to Miami, a little less on the rare water spawns, but you'll be getting rock, fire, uh, and ground primarily. Like I went out there and I was getting on a trip. I opened my game and I'm going hiking and I'm getting a ton of Onyx spawns. I never see Onyx mm. in Atlanta. I'm like, what is going on? There's Geodudes and Rhyhorns. And then in Atlanta, we'll be getting like Oddishes, Bulbasaurs, Bellsprouts. So you could imagine seeing that all the time. And for those people, those might be cool. But when I went out there, I was like, man, this is amazing. Rhyhorn. And then Rhyhorn didn't have a calm day yet. Oh, so dude, like, do you dude, remember the Rhyhorn nest in Miami up. too by the baseball yep. fields? That was mm -hmm. there too. So yep. like we were getting a bunch of those down there too. I was wondering if you're going to pull that up. Yeah. So also, guys, if you do follow my social medias at all, you know that like when I go to like different places, I'll post uh, acai bowls. If you don't know what acai bowls are, they're, uh, acai is an exotic berry. I think it comes from Brazil. It's a super antioxidant, really healthy. Actually, Miami Whole Foods was the first time I ever had one. And if you want to say it correctly, it's Akai. Mm, I'm kidding. It, yeah? I, no, I'm totally just like, messing okay. I was like, dude, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is there uh, something yeah. I don't know? Because I specifically Googled that <laughs> You're like, to wait make a sure I knew. Wait a second. Is this, I was like, is this, <laughs> wait, what? Huh? Well, dude, you traveled <laughs> to different places, man. So I wouldn't be surprised. That's why I like, I'm like, okay, Brad fact checks himself pretty good. You yeah. got me good on that one. Yeah, no, no. I was just totally, that was, that's yeah. how that's I was going to say, say dude, it. no way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was good. That was good. Yeah, dude. So like there good. is, I don't know, man, the trip overall and just like taking, you know, those first couple months of playing Pokemon and what we had done in Atlanta by itself, which is going to be in the next episode. So if you want to hear like our starting stories and all the places yeah. in Atlanta and how it really, really started to gain traction and like the nests and the rare spawns and the crazy stuff we were doing, we got some gnarly, gnarly stories. Let me tell you what. Um, yeah, we got some great stories. Yeah, some really, really good stories. Um, and that kind of just led us to do this Miami thing. And, you know, Fortunately, Billy has taken this and he has run run with it and 
you know, kudos to him for sticking to it and building everything. And all of you out there that support him, you know, hats off, keep supporting him. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man, it makes, it's, it's just so funny because like I started playing Pokemon last week again and I haven't played it. <laughs> I mean, I can't even tell you when I play it and like, I, I open it up and I'm like, Oh look, I just hatched this. Oh, what is this? I'm like, Poke- Billy, what is this Pokemon? Like, what is this thing? Is this thing any good? It's like, no, that thing, that thing's terrible. Get rid of it. Okay. Yeah, he caught a chair. I mean, he's like, it looks pretty good. I was like, dude, it's <laughs> like, get, get rid of that thing. But then like, I, I opened it up and I caught like some wild thing. He's like, I've never seen that in the wild. Okay. I'm like, well, it's, it's I'm, in dude, my house. I'm still skeptical of this spawn, but Brett opens the game. Literally. I don't have, has anybody here, if you're on YouTube, drop in the comments. If you're not, just head over to my social media if you already follow me and let me know. Have you ever seen a wild Metagross spawn? Because I have never seen one and Brad caught one at his house. First spawn, he opens the game. First spawn. I'm just like, open, I, I literally have not opened the game in at least two, two and a half years. Probably. I open the game and as it spawns at my house. And I live in like the middle of nowhere. So like the so chances you didn't, of that. You didn't go into like any menus and click nothing. on anything. It was legit wild spawn. Legit. I open the game and it spawned. Oh my God. And and did it have a white a white ring circling around it? I don't know what that means. Like to catch it? Like, like that you have to throw no, it? No, like did it look like it was kind of like highlighted? I don't I don't recall. Why? Yeah, because there's mean? this new thing in Pokemon Go right now where it's like if uh, uh, every day you open the game, one Pokemon is going to spawn where you're at. So I'm wondering if it was mm. that. But even so, a wild Metagross is bananas. Like, dude, I've never seen a wild Metagross. Never. Never. I don't know. Yeah. I think, I think it's so, one of those. It, it also is like one of those things where it's like, oh. All right, dude, you pull up to, your game right now. You need to play pull this up your game, game again. Do you have your phone? Yeah, when I started playing. And so playing, we can prove to people when you started playing. July 7th. Right it's now. July 7th, 2016. Okay. I'm pretty sure mine's July 12th. So it was five days Dang after it. you. It was that close. I thought it was longer. Yeah, let's see. So mine is, yep, July 12th, 2016. So I was resistant to play at first, which we'll talk about. But yeah. let's just leave them with an epic story of the last day in Miami. And so we're at the mall, I think we were if I'm not mistaken. And so the mall is, it's far from the beach it's, line it's far. of where these rare spawns. I'm going to say, so how Miami works is virtually the big street that comes into Miami over the bridge, because you need to go over a bridge. I believe that's Fifth Street. And then it, as you start to go to the uh, north, it goes 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, and every block goes up in numbers. And so to get to halfway of the island, that's Fifth Street, and then you go to the, the fourth, to you know, all the way to First Street, and then you have more streets. So maybe 15 blocks on the other side to the south to get to the end. So we're at about 20th Street, and this is the last day. And Billy is just like still hungry for Lapras, man. I am just hungry for every Lapras I can get my hands on. Oh, I so this. I, we see a Lapras spawn. Um, on the beach, similar to where we caught our first one, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty close. Further south, further south. But yes, it- so further south. Yeah. So it's even further. Uh, yeah. So let me let me just think. Um, 
So the, the Whole Foods is all the, the way down Sprint past one? First Street. Yeah, right. So like we so were, was we were the, all the is, way down. Did we? Did I sprint to one with the phones first before I go into it, and then we came back to another one, or did we go to another one and then you're done and then yes. I go and it take was the that. phones? It was okay. that. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure what happens is we're at the mall. It spawns on the beach a little bit past our place. So if you imagine like a big triangle, right? So we're at the corner of this triangle. So we have to now sprint so the timer i think at the time they didn't have 45 minute timers so it was either like it was 15 or 15 less. minute timers yeah. or i think 30 minute timers but usually by the time this website would pick it up it would only be like 22 minutes and 11 minutes is when the actual would encounter these pokemon so we see this lapras it's on the beach so i'm pretty sure we just like gung-ho sprint to this lapras both brad and i and we're talking probably 25 blocks yep. all out sprint Yep. 25 blocks all out sprint on the bikes like literally just need to get there i'm watching the timer on my phone we got to get there so we pull up on this lapras we don't know what the cp is but at the time the cool thing is guys I, you guys probably don't know this when the game first came out the rarer pokemon so the further down in the pokedex it was the chances of getting ivs there were iv floors for all these pokemon so all of the laprases we caught were 80 percent and above all the Dratinis you would catch would be 80% and above at this time. Now it's no longer like that. But when the game first came out, it was like that. So we get up to this Lapras. It's like a four 400 CP. Brad <laughs> catches it. I throw one ball at it after sprinting 25 blocks and it books it. It's like the lowest CP Lapras we've ever seen. Now it's yeah. like, oh my God. <laughs> I cannot believe that just happened. And we are completely exhausted. Literally 10 minutes, 25, you know, probably a two, a two mile sprint on a bike, completely all out sprint. And these aren't easy bikes to ride because they only have one gear, right? So there's no like mm. maneuvering these ease. And so we're dead. And, uh, I'm like kind of bummed. And then we're like, all right, we'll just go back to the place. And I, I'm like, well, let me check the scanners one more time. So I check and I'm like, boom. As soon as I look, another lap response. However, let me mind you. Tell this them is another, where it was, though. Another 15 block yeah. sprint all out that's going to happen. Literally back Brad, where we just were. The direction yeah. we just came from. Kind of. Yeah, so we were we were at the end of the mall, right? And it was like over in that direction, but it was like directly um, on the other side of the island because I remember it was at this apartment complex, like literally yeah. at the front of this apartment complex. So Brad, it was like two is, big pillars, right? The two, it was like, and it, yeah. it was like two big kind of pillar. two high rises. Yeah, it was like yeah. two big high rises. Yep, I two, remember that. And it was like in the front of this U. I remember it so specifically. So Brad is absolutely dead. I look at Brad. I'm like, we're going. He's like, I can't. And you know, I'm into more working out and Brad wasn't working out at the time. So I'm like, dude, give me your phone. So let me mind you, I'm just done. I'm gone. Like completely gone. gone. Full out book I'm sprint. Like, I know like this up. is the last leg of the trick trip. And Brad is like completely dead. Completely dead. Not Leisurely strolling. <laughs> but here's what I remember. Here's what here's here's the thing. We have been going over so much in Miami at this point. Like we yeah. have this, we have this place memorized. Like it, it clicks in my head. I'm like, I don't have my phone. Do I even know where I'm going? Yeah. How do I get a hold of Billy? How are we going to find each other? Like he took my exactly. phone. <laughs> and let me mind you that I don't have the battery packs. Brad has the battery packs. My phone, once I start pedaling full force, is on like 7% battery. Mm -hmm. And I have to catch this for myself without my phone dying. Then I have to get it for Brad. I'm on a tight timer. I'm sprinting. And then my goal is to catch it for Malia as well. So I'm like 
panicked, like completely panicked right now. I am gung-ho sprint. I have long hair at the time, guys. If you haven't seen any of my old old photos, mm. like my hair is probably two feet long. And I am just like full on sprint. Yeah. My hair is blowing. I'm going 20 blocks. I'm like in the back of my mind now thinking, how is Brad going to find me? I told him, oh, go that way. <laughs> like I literally just said, go that way yeah. and meet me. Yeah. And so I'm gung-ho sprint. I get there. I pull up. I catch it on my phone. Then I log out. I click and encounter it on Brad's phone so I can at least have it there because the spawn's running out. I'm like panicking, trying to log into Malia's account. I get it from Malia. I catch it literally as the ball's shaking. My phone dies. And now I have Brad's phone. And I'm like, dang. And in my mind at that time, I think what I was thinking, like, now Brad can't get me. My phone's dead. But I have Brad's phones too. So I catch on Brad's phone. <laughs> like, literally, now that I'm talking it out loud, like, I literally thought that, like, my phone's dead. How's Brad going to find me? <laughs> and I have Brad's phone in my left hand. <laughs> and so I catch I catch this We're Lapras, thankfully. Mess. And I think that this Lapras, I still have it, is, like, a really high level. I think it was, like, a 91% Lapras. I think this is the one that and I have as my buddy still. Yeah, so I think it was a 91% Lapras. I'll, I'll go ahead and search it right here. And I'm like, how am I going to get Brad, right? So this one, the last one, let me see right here. Oh, dude, they took off the date. Okay, so that's the 20th. Okay, so it's this one, 920. It's an 87% Lapras, and it's at uh, 2499 CP minus. So I probably powered it up a little bit. But we got a bunch. Like, we caught ones that were high. So these are really yeah. high-level Laprases. And I'm like, dude, I am completely dead because I just literally sprinted 40 blocks on a, a bike in like less than 30 minutes. And I'm like going to leisurely stroll down and then I just see Brad pulling up like, <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> I'm just like, oh I, dude, I have no idea how I found you. I Like now that I'm thinking about like how did, dude, how did I find you? Dude, you literally were coming down the mouth of the street directly at me. So I don't know, but it was like the most perfect thing ever. You literally came directly <laughs> to me. Like it wasn't even like you had to turn. Like the street you were on was coming directly at the street I was coming down to. It was like the most perfect thing it, ever. It could have and been I don't like know, dude. the worst thing ever because I could have just not ever found you. I could have been lost and not know how to get back. Like I didn't have a phone. Billy had no yeah. way. Of, like I, I have no idea. <laughs> it was the most <laughs> perfect so epic funny. meetup. I'm exhausted and I just see Brad right there and I was like, Thank God. And I think I literally told you like my phone died. I had no way to contact you. <laughs> so funny. Uh, so the Lapras that I caught at that time, it was in 1939. I didn't ever do anything to okay. it. Okay. So that's where it was, 1939. I actually think I have uh, I think I have three. It's a no, I have two three, Laprases It's still. a three star, so it's not perfect, but it's probably The other cool thing about high. one of these Laprases, so Lapras got a legacy move, which isn't in the game anymore. He has three legacy moves. Ice Shard... I think Ice Beam and Dragon Pulse. I know Ice Shard and Dragon Pulse are, are legacy, but this one has Ice Shard and Dragon Pulse that we did catch. And actually, I think at the time, when you would catch Pokemon, the moves wouldn't be synonymous. Like, they would be different for different people. Yes, that's correct. It, would, it was always different. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like they weren't like now when you catch a Pokemon like that Pokemon, if you both we both catch it, it'll have the same move. But that time it was random. Like you would get yep. we would get different movesets on the same Pokemon we were clicking. So two of the Laprases, just to put it, the they're like super crappy ones, and I have them labeled as like to trade, and they're still in my Pokedex. They're like uh -huh. 600 CP only, and they're like the crappiest IVs you could possibly imagine. So it's like you get these super low ones, but then you get a you get a good one. So yeah, that was our trip though. So 
Um, I think that about does it for this episode. Thanks if you stayed along for the whole trip and everything. Uh, we're going to be having yeah. a couple more episodes that are Pokemon Go focused, and then we'll kind of jump around from there. You know, Billy's really taken this game and done a lot with it, so we want to kind of highlight how his adventure started and how he took it into what is now, you know, his career and everything. So this was a good highlight start of it that the two of us got to experience together. And now we'll kind of go in the, to the building up of it into the next episode. And after that, uh, Billy's going to talk a lot about starting the YouTube and where his life has kind of gone since then. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, this is the window of the obsession for us. Yeah. So guys, if you have something that you're obsessed with, I'm going to leave you with this. You never know where it's going to take you. I never, ever, ever thought that I would be doing Pokemon Go YouTube. I never thought that I'd be making money playing Pokemon Go. I never thought that I, even starting YouTube, I never thought that it could be something. So I think there's two types of things in this world. There's people that like, there's different scenarios. You can know that you're going to go into something and you're going to be successful, or you're just obsessed with something and you just go into it blindly and then it can become successful. So like, if there's something out there that you're on the edge of and like people may judge you or you may judge yourself even as I've done and just don't give up on that thing. Like there's plenty of opportunity in anything to be able to be successful and to just let me be an example of, you know, I was lost in my life at that time. Brad was focused and I was literally just playing Pokemon Go so much that eventually it led me to be like, dude, I need to do something productive in my life and something good came out of it something great came out of it man for sure so, let me not be special because i sucked when i started at youtube i it was terrible um it's all learning it, I'm, though I'm, everything everything is learning. learning everything yeah, is learning it's just like no matter what you do in going, your life growing. you're not, not going to be perfect at whatever you do like you were you perfect when you started playing soccer no you weren't no, right absolutely it, not it takes practice it takes determination it takes everything to be able to to go from you know beginners to an amateur to mm -hmm. a pro and you got to just you keep and i think little by the little. thing that holds people back is that as we get older we feel less apt to start something and be completely novice at it like when yeah. you're a kid being novice at something like you don't even think twice about it it's just like i'm gonna do it but as you get to an adult now you start reasoning like is this worth my time do i really want to do this oh, yeah. am i secure enough to suck you know, all these things start popping in your head. And so you just got to be a kid, go for it. And, you know, you're going to suck when you start. And it's okay to suck when you start. And maybe, who knows, you'll find something that you're good at when you start. But chances are, it's going to be a little bit demoralizing. But in the end, if you're willing to put enough time, effort and energy into anything, I truly believe that even if that thing doesn't make you successful, it will eventually transition you into something successful because you're developing a belief, habit and action that's going to basically end goal you to success whether it be in that thing or not love it like comment subscribe do all the things whatever channel you're watching on thank you again for everybody who supported this podcast so far and supports all of our individual ventures and we'll see you next we appreciate time. you guys see you out on the next episode peace